Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mama-daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we Hi, go. Hi, guys. What's up, guys? This is episode four of season two. Yeah. And in honor of Black, Black History, History Month, um, we've actually been re- representing and respecting Black activists, authors, voices, icons, poets throughout our conversations. And we always do. And I think that's really important that even though it is Black History Month, that we help elevate Black history all year. All year long. That's right. And um, But because it is Black History Month, we're paying a special focus to stories and helping raise those voices from some very uh, famous and not so famous Black people in hopes to help share their message. Right. And one of these opportunities you've heard from us, if you've listened to previous episodes, uh, when we spoke about Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Amanda Gorman was last yes. the last episode oh and there's been so much more that's come out from her and just absolutely stunning and mm-hmm. pr- provocative but thought provoking woman who is just leading the charge for young voices to be heard what confused me a little bit about black history month is martin luther king is black and an iconic activist. Mm-hmm. And his birthday is just a little bit before February. That's right. It's in January. And we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr.'s day to represent him. And maybe that's a great way to continue the conversation outside of Black History Month. But it's also a great way to kick things off and, and really remind each other um, to tell these stories to make sure that um, we continue the narrative for future generations to come and are constantly educating ourselves about the importance of um, Black Lives Matter, of the movements, of the history of Black and brown people and and all people. But um, this month, we especially honor them. So these episodes are specifically tailored to that. Hey, Mom, can we give our book away? Yeah, actually, we can, Sila. That's a great idea. Why don't we... Ask our listeners to drop us a message, either DM us on Instagram at she sounds like me, or send us a message at hello at she sounds like me.com. And if it's something that you learned about this book that we're about to read, we'll send you a copy. Mm-hmm. Now we only have a few, so send us your message soon and uh, we'll pick one or two folks 
and share your message on our next episode. Yeah. If anyone would like to share some knowledge with us, we're always open to learning more and um, correcting what we know of of the facts, because that's the only way we can grow. Mm -hmm. So we've had the distinct honor of working with a team at a kid's book about. We're huge fans. If you've heard our shows before, you know that we uh, are always helping reread and tell their stories. And they have some really important topics. Our session on racism, which was episode two with Martin Luther King. And speaking about racism, this is now part two of that show. So we've kind of skipped an episode in between. We talked about the inauguration and Amanda Gorman and replayed her poem. But uh, we wanted to read to you today a kid's book about systemic racism Racism. by Jordan Theory. Jordan Theory. Jordan Theory is a young black man author that is making change in how he perceives media. And you can find more information about Jordan at dreamscapemedia.com. Well, Sila had the awesome opportunity to chat with Jordan on A Kid's Book About Instagram Live. So if you check them out at A Kid's Book About on IG, you'll be able to see that replay. And following this episode, you'll be able to hear our interview with Jordan, where two white girls talk to a young, grown Black man about what it means, uh, racism, and what systemic racism is. And so I hope you'll join our conversation. That episode is part three of this series, and it comes up next week. I think that airs mid-February. So today we're sharing with you a kid's book about systemic racism. By Jordan Theory. Ready to go? Uh Uh-huh. So here we go, a kid's book about systemic racism by Jordan Theory. And even though you can't see the pages of this book, I'd just like to point out that a kid's book about has um, done a really excellent job of portraying the letters on the page and the words by using a play on fonts. Fonts are different styles of how you see letters typed out in in print and book and arts. And they do a great job of really highlighting those words so it stands out to you on the page. There's there's no other pictures here other than the words. And I think that just showcases just how important these words are. So listen along. And as always, it's better together. This book is best read together with a grown-up and a kid. So if you're a grown-up listening by yourself, maybe... uh, Bring a young one into the fold, and let's listen together and then share that conversation or ask some questions together when you're done. Yeah. For Carver and Isher. We'll find out who those people are on part three. (laughs) That's right. So here's a quick introduction. Despite the reality that the majority of people today likely agree with the words in the I Have a Dream speech by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we're living in a moment where racial injustice, implicit bias, and inequality continue to thrive. Systemic racism helps explain why this is. No matter when you're reading this or where in the world you might be, this book is relevant. It will remain relevant because racism can't be undone in one generation. This book is designed to help you start a conversation with the next generation, to help them understand and begin to see where and how racism continues to persist, save them from the confusion we've experienced, and prepare them to want to do something about it. This this is a book about systemic racism, and believe it or not, it's actually for kids. I have to say, 
This book was really hard to write. Systemic racism is incredibly difficult to understand, even for grown-ups. But to help make sense of it, I'm going to start with an example. I'm black. Well, you're really white. Yeah. But this is very important, even more so important for us to understand. Yeah. Did you know that it's really rare for someone with my color skin to write a kid's book? When I was a kid, I almost never read a book by a black author. That might seem normal or no big deal, but it shouldn't be normal. And it is a big deal, but that's how it works. Systemic racism seems normal. And this page is especially highlighted with those words. Big, bright across this page. It's almost like it's invisible. Something that's always around, but you can never quite see it unless you look really hard. So my hope with this kid's book is to help you not only see it, but want to do something about it. You might already know what racism is. It's when someone is excluded, treated badly, or hated because of their race or skin color. Let's reread that. I think it's important. Racism is when someone is excluded, treated badly, or hated because of their race or skin color. Let's stop and reflect on that. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine? No, I can't. No. Because we're white and we haven't faced that kind of oppression and discrimination in our lives. Quite like anyone with black or brown skin color has. Right. And it's really a terrible thing to be judged by. (laughs) It's like being judged because you're a girl or being judged because you're a boy or being judged because you're Jewish or because you're Muslim. But it's even worse because of the history behind it and because it is so ingrained in our systems. Mm-hmm. And let's continue to read and talk about what, what and how systemic racism plays a role in our lives. Well, systemic racism is when racist ideas are built into new laws, schools, stories, and other institutions in a way that it, that collectively makes life much harder for people of color. Let me give you some more examples. When I was a kid, the only people on TV that looked like me were athlete, athletes, comedians, or rappers. Not the candy rappers, like beatboxers. Yeah, pop stars, right? Yeah. When I was in school, I was I was suspended for things that my white friends often were not. When I was in class, I never had a teacher that looked like me and until I went to college. When I was a teenager, I was stopped by the police multiple times while many of my white friends weren't. Looking at these moments, it may not seem like it was about the the color of my skin. But systemic racism isn't always obvious, which is what makes it so hard to see. Before I understood that, I used to get frustrated and angry, even at myself. But as I grew up, I noticed I wasn't the only one who experienced this. Other people of color were experiencing the same things. That's when I started to notice a pattern. I learned that if you're black, 
you're more likely to be stopped by the police. It can be harder to get a job. It can be more difficult to buy a home. You're less likely to go to a good school. You're less likely to be in charge. And most heroes and stories don't look like you. As you read these things, you might feel sad or even angry. You also might start to wonder how it got this way. Well, the reason is long and complicated, but I'll do my best to explain. How does it make you feel, by the way? It makes me feel... (sighs) There's not a word for it. Like nerve clumps. Nervous... Angry, sad, disappointed, confused. Make you want to do something about it? Mm-hmm. Well, you can. You can. You can just be kind and fair to all people for all reasons. And maybe especially kind to anyone that you see is struggling with that or looks or feels like they're standing out, right? Extra kind. Doesn't hurt either. Let's continue. Since the start of our country, the United States of America, many people with white skin whose families came from Europe were given land, opportunity, and access to money. While people of color, those with black and brown skin, and the indigenous people that lived on the land before white people arrived, were attacked, killed, and sold into slavery. Lies were told about people of color to scare white people, to make white people believe that people of color would hurt them, steal their properties, or give them diseases. Yes, really. Sadly, many people believed those lies. Then, even after they fought for their freedom, people of color still didn't have as many rights. They still had more obstacles and experienced a lot of discrimination. New laws were even created to make life harder for them because many white people didn't want to share. That shouldn't be their decision. They should have to share anyway. Yeah, especially when it comes... To freedom and land and opportunity. Yes. Opportunity Seriously. to make money, start businesses, grow their, their wealth, their families, their health. Continue on. Over time, the value of land and money increased, which gave white people more and more for their kids, grandkids, and so on. Today, this unequal balance of who has land, money, power, and rights still exists and affects people of color. It affects their ability to live in nice homes and neighborhoods. It affects their ability to start their own businesses and donate their money to good causes, It affects the amount of money that is put into building schools and hiring great teachers. It affects their ability to speak their own languages and preserve their cultures. It affects their ability to tell their own stories or make their own TV shows and movies. It affects who has access to medicine and good doctors and how they are treated by the police, government, and court system. All of these things are a result of systemic racism. And even though people of color have have more equality today than they ever have, new forms of systemic racism are created 
all the time. We need to change the system and erase the racist ideas that live in our laws, schools, stories, and other institutions. We need to create ways for people of color who have been left behind for so long to catch up so that money, land, great schools, quality doctors, and basic rights are equally available to everyone. Systemic racism isn't new. It's just hard to see. But once you do, it's hard to ignore. So practice seeing systemic racism every day. In the schools you go to, movies you watch, neighborhoods you live in, point it out to your friends, point it out to your family, because systemic racism can't be undone until we open our eyes and see it. That's right, Sila. Well done. I can hear you getting fired up. My little activist. It's okay. We have the power to change. You know, use our platform to talk about it, to amplify our voices when others cannot be, and stand up and speak out against injustice when we see it. And as long as I raise you to do the right thing and stand up for people that could use an ally, then we're doing something right, you know? <clears throat> and nobody can stop that. And you, the youth... Us, the grown-ups, can model that, but the youth, you guys have the power to change so much. And I'm, I know that with help from resources like these and conversations like this that, you know, you and I have and others may be having with their kids, even if it's hard, it's the right thing to do. Yes. So now that you've made it to the end of this book, what's next? This is the outro. Well, this will just likely be the beginning of a series of conversations about systemic racism and racial injustice. But your kiddo will have a lot of questions over the next few weeks. <laughs> they may even point things out to you and ask, is that because of systemic racism? You may not have all the answers, and that's okay. It's just important to be honest and let our children know that the adults are still learning about systemic racism and trying to address it as well. However, if you want to feel more confident in talking about systemic racism and start answering some of those questions, try doing some adult reading on it. Native American history and black history is a great place to start. This month is a great time to start. Today, now, is a great time to start. Don't delay it. So take advantage of this opportunity to show your kids that you're still learning, that we're all still learning, but it's important, and this topic will continue to learn about together. Research it now. Not tomorrow. Not later. Not next month. Not next week. Not next year. Now. Wise words spoken from a little righteous white girl. And a little bit of Jacko. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find out more about white privilege, emotions, gender, autism, community, adoption, belonging, shame, empathy, gratitude, and mindfulness, and more at a kidsbookabout.com. You can find a link to a discount in our show notes. It'll give you 25% off your first three books. And please know that any commissions raised um, from our particular link go right back into uh, the systems around us as we donate those books with the money raised to schools and underprivileged communities. So stay tuned next week. The next episode uh, will be your interview, our interview with Jordan Theory. We're yeah. super... Uh, jazz for that and later on later on this month we've got another exciting story a kid's book about emotions read by a powerful black author and black voice 
Nikita Simpson. You have to check that out. That'll round out the month of Black History Month, but please know we are always learning. We are always trying to teach ourselves and share that knowledge with others. And like I said in the top of the episode, uh, check us out on social media. If you can give us a shout out on social media, our Instagram account is at she sounds like me, or send us a message at hello at she sounds like me.com and let us know what you learned and what stood out to you the most about this book. We will send you a copy. We've got one, a couple of copies laying around here. We've got uh, one shooting out to uh, the person that's coming at us with, a, a, with, with, with their response about what systemic racism and what they learned today. So stay strong, stand up and be heard. Take care of each other. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and have an awesome day. Bye. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day.